Good evening and welcome to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football. Now let's join your host for the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow. And welcome to this week's edition of the Coaches Show. I'm Wally Langfellow along with Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. Well, Coach, uh, another difficult game this past weekend um, against Minnesota Duluth. Obviously a very good football team, and they had their way um, basically from the get-go. Uh, give me your 411 on what you know about Minnesota Duluth. I mean, this is another team that, you know, is a traditionally a national powerhouse, and uh, they looked all that part on Saturday. Yeah, they're a very good team. You know, obviously there's a bunch of good teams in the league, and it's really hard to compare uh, one to the other. But, you know, from the games we played, I, mean, I think they're in the realm of Sioux Falls, who I feel is the best team currently. You know, they're the highest-ranked team. They're 7-0 with Sioux Falls. And Duluth played at Sioux Falls earlier in the year, and it took a, a late drive with a minute left for Sioux Falls to win the game. Uh, so they're just really solid defense. Um, they move around a lot. Uh, play man coverage, a lot of games and twists, and, and we just didn't take advantage of opportunities when they were there. And then offensively, they play four tight ends, and they're all good. They're long, they're big, and they can be in, this, in a 12 personnel, which is two tight ends, or 13 personnel, which is three tight ends, and they can line up in a variety of formations. So you have to be really careful on what personnel you have in a game because you might think it's a heavy set, meaning that there's more – you know, guys attached and wings, yet they could be in a three-by-one formation, um, and now you have the wrong personnel out there. So they just really pose a lot of problems with all their tight ends, creating extra gaps. And they have a great scheme, and, and they run a lot of outside zone. That's their mainstay, but they have a lot of good things, complementary things off the outside zone, uh, utilizing those tight ends to execute some great play-action pass game, um, you know, just misdirection things. And uh, – we, we couldn't slow them down. So that's kind of, you know, that's the, that's the load on the game. Um, and I know that three of the four turnovers were late in the game, but boy, you just can't turn the football over. Can you? No, well, you can't, uh, you know, obviously uh, earlier in the game on maybe the early second half, we had um, a turnover on downs. We went for it on fourth and two and, and did not uh, convert. And then I think it was the next drive that, uh, we had a quarterback uh, that extended the ball on the sideline and got the not ball knocked out, which which resulted in a score. And in a game like that, you just can't have those bad things, you know, uh, I guess spearheading other other scores for the opponent. And then late in the game, we had a pick six and then uh, two fumbles, you know, by the quarterback as well. And uh, fortunately, one was, was uh, you know, we got it back after some great hustle by a freshman wide receiver. But um, the turnovers are something that we have to cut down and we have to also find ways to create turnovers because we haven't had a turnover in a while um, from a defense standpoint. So it's, it's a big part of the game that we got to, you know, hopefully come up on the, on the plus side here this weekend. Um, you guys did get a touchdown in the uh, second half on a uh, toss from Bryce Seavers, the sophomore quarterback found freshman Dion green, a 42 yard hookup is a beautifully thrown football. Uh, tell me about these two kids. Yeah, uh, you know, first Bryce is a, is a, another good quarterback for us. Just uh, hardworking, very intelligent. Um, you know, great leader, uh, and he stood in the pocket really well. And he's got a nice ball down the field. And uh, Dion Green is a freshman that you know we've 
I guess we flirted with playing early in the year and it came a point probably three weeks ago where he just was dominating on the scout team, making big plays. And uh, it took a couple weeks for us to you know, kind of get him up to speed with what we do on, on, uh, on Saturday afternoons because there's more to it on Saturday than there is maybe looking at a scout card running that route. And uh, it was great to see him get his first touchdown pass. But he's extremely explosive. We had him on a kickoff team. He was the first man down on the first kickoff. Um, he's the one that, you know, chased down a, a recovered fumble and knocked it out of the defender's hands. Um, he's he's going to be ex an exceptional player. And we have an opportunity bowl every Mondays where our, all the players that don't play on Saturdays get the, the scrimmage. And, you know, the young guys love that. Uh, in fact, that last week they wanted to, to do that longer. Uh, so last night, you know, we were out there for an extra 15 minutes in about the 20 degree weather and uh, giving those guys opportunities to play. And, and Dion has dominated that scene um, every week as well because we've had him getting extra reps there to, you know, hone his skills and, and really gain uh, the knowledge of our offense. But really excited about him. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to keep growing and, and helping find ways to get him the ball on Saturday afternoons more so. When you find yourself down in a game like this, obviously you're, you're doing everything you can to try and win the football game, put points on the board and have some positive outcomes. Um, give me some positives that can come from this. Are there, are, are there things you can try that ordinarily maybe you wouldn't, or are there some personnel that maybe you give an opportunity to play? Um, you know, when you're down big, you know, you're not going to win the football game. What, tell me, tell me the, the thinking that goes into uh, a game, a situation like that. Yeah. When you're down, when you're down, like we were, that's an opportunity to give, give another uh, quarterback an opportunity. And that's why we did, um, you know, Connor's a starting quarterback yet at that point, we hadn't produced much on offense. So, you know, you got to see what somebody else can do. Um, you know, Bryce came in and did some good things, you know, and it, it's an opportunity for, guys to showcase their talents they're all working hard to get in the game and therefore we did play a lot of about every player we possibly could on both offense and defense that um you know that can play without losing eligibility so we played a lot of players um you get a chance to get young guys more reps and maybe experience some success because they're playing with guys that maybe they've subbed as well so you have you know your, your talent levels are similar on both sides of the ball um you know in, in that situation we felt like all game we could beat their man coverage we weren't necessarily you know, taking advantage at you know via protection or um our quarterback maybe not stepping up and making the throws at times so we we felt like hey let's let's try to throw the ball down the field here we got we're getting a beat on the outside uh, so that was kind of the mindset from an offense standpoint and defense we just wanted to execute our our base defense and um you know get some stops because we're having a hard time stopping that day but I guess the other thing is you, you know, you, every time you, you're not, you know, not your best, it really shows you where you have to continue to get better. And each week we're making adjustments to try to find ways to improve our, our, uh, our game. Um, you know, we might recognize that maybe somebody's not quite ready and have a different plan to attack that position going forward. Um, you know, just see where, where guys are struggling and try to, continue to find ways to get our players in positions where they can be successful. So I think that's kind of the, some of the things that come out from a game like that. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's motivation. It just makes you want to get back at it, um, work longer, you know, find more ways to get better. So I think, uh, you know, those are some of the positive things that come from such a game.
Oh, another positive, and I, I was uh, pleased to see it. You had a pretty good crowd and a pretty good uh, feeling inside the stadium on Saturday, despite the fact that things obviously didn't go your way. You got to be happy with the uh, the folks that showed up, and um, I thought it was a you know some real positive energy in the stands. Absolutely, we've had really good crowds this year, and we have a really great uh, supportive parent group. I'm sure they're frustrated as well, you know, with with us not performing well. Um, but it's been a really good group. Uh, we have an alumni base that's been donating, you know, the tailgate uh, portion of the of the event. So every uh, home game, an alum um, is going to, you know, pay for the tailgating, so we can, you know, provide a free meal to anybody that comes. You know, it's a of course a Golden Bear fan, our recruits that are there, other parents, alumni. Um, this past week was Dane Maxfield. He's a Coon Rapids. Our graduate played for us back in the early 2000s, and you know he donated money so we could have that. And we've had you know Nick Sunsmo, another former player, our athletic director, does that. Reagan McCarthy and her husband, uh, they they did the first one. Uh, Brian Doyle, a former linebacker, um, you know Hall of Famer, he's uh, doing the next one. You know, so it's uh, it's it is. We have a lot of good things going, Wally. Um, we just have to find a way to win the game, and we have some good players here. We're young. Um, you know, if obviously we had the answers, we would execute them. And every time we can think of a, another way that we can improve our, our culture, our team, you know, we're trying to incorporate it. And, and honestly, it's just about continuing, you know, forward and forging forward day by day, um, helping these guys understand that, hey, this is a heck of an opportunity for them to be the difference maker, you know, with, with, with somebody's attitude. And, and really pleased with how the team continues to respond every week. Um, you, you know, we, we've had good practices, the intensity's there. Um, and I believe, I truly believe that we're going to find ourselves on the, on the positive side of one of these games here soon. So, um, but yeah, there's definitely some good things. We, we got to build on them. Yeah. All right. Um, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk to a couple of your players, Nathan Gimza and Kofi Debalki are waiting up next. And when we come back with you a little bit later, we'll talk about this week's matchup against Northern state. This is the coaches show. We'll be back with more after this timeout. Stay with us. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. We're listening to The Coach's Show with Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Courier. And The Coach's Show continues along, and we're joined now by a couple of Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears. First of all, wide receiver Nathan Gimza, and then defensive tackle Kofi Duvalki. Uh, Nathan, let's start with you. Uh, you transferred in from St. Cloud State, had a couple of seasons at St. Cloud State. Uh, first and foremost, what, was, what went into your decision to come to Concordia after uh, the St. Cloud State program went away? Um, after the St. Cloud State got cut, I wasn't really sure what I was going to do. But luckily, Coach Stern here, he had a game plan against me. I had gotten hurt in the 2019 season. And we were supposed to play Concordia two weeks after I got hurt, but they didn't know if I was in or not. So Coach Stern was able to game plan against me. He knew what I was capable of doing. And once my recruitment was open, he was one of the first guys to reach out and really, really pull me in early in the process. 
actually, I was at that game at, it was at St. Cloud state. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, um, uh, it was a pretty good football game. St. Cloud state ended up winning the football game, but, uh, that was a, uh, a good game to watch from that stadium. Was it tough when you got that news that the program was going to go away? You know, it was weird how they went about it. Um, it was like a rumor the Saturday, or I don't remember if it was in season or out of season. I'm pretty sure it was out of season. Yeah. But it was like a rumor Saturday, and then Sunday it was like a bigger rumor. And then the next thing we know, we got an email saying that there's a team meeting and then we were cut. So it happened within like, three to four days there's a lot to process and um luckily for me i just didn't process it that fast and more stuff kept happening like the recruiting process so it wasn't something for me to dwell on that long yeah um kofi uh you played your high school football at bloomington kennedy and then you uh have played at northern state this week's opponent um i assume that you know you were going to know some of the guys that you're playing against this weekend uh, yeah, definitely. I was there for three years, so I know a lot of guys on the team. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun, fun game. Um, any extra um, hop in your step knowing that you're playing against your former team? Oh, definitely, for sure. I got some uh, – I have a lot of faith that we can come in this game and get a good dub. Yeah. Um, tell me about um, your time at, at – um, Bloomington Kennedy and, and what positions you played there? Uh, at Bloomington Kennedy, I was there for all four years. Uh, I just moved to Bloomington uh, going into my high school. So I didn't really know people going into high school, but that was cool. I uh, had fun playing football there. And um, what was the second part of that question? Um, did you Did you play any other sports other than football? Yeah, I played. I actually played football for only two years. Uh, my junior and senior year, uh, was playing basketball for four years. Was on varsity since my sophomore year. Okay, um, Nathan, back to you. Um, tell me about the transition. So, from St. Cloud to playing for Concordia, um, how has the transition gone for you um, as a player? First of all, before when then we'll talk about being as a student. Um, as a player, that first year was kind of weird because, you know, I'm coming off shoulder surgery, I transfer in, and I'm finally getting the wheels rolling again, and then COVID hit, so then I wasn't really even able to do any of the sports. So it was a pretty interesting transition, but now it's going great. I uh, can't complain about it at all. Obviously, the record's not what we want it to be, but everybody's still working, so it's a good transition so far. And how hard has that been? you know, not winning football games. It's just, it's hard to come. I mean, it must be hard to come to work every day when, when you're not getting the results you want. Uh, yeah, it, it is a lot harder than I imagined. It's uh, kind of new to me. I've never been part of like a losing season, but, um, you know, every morning you got to get up and find a reason to keep going, whether it be family or personal beliefs. Uh, and a lot big thing is that all these younger guys are coming in as well. So as a, what I would like to think a leader, I don't want to put the image out there that, oh, this is how it's always going to be when those are the guys that we need to flip the mentality for. Yeah. Um, Kofi, what um, has been um, the number one thing that you've worked on 
um, in your game this year that you knew you had to, uh, you know, you had to get better at? What are, what are some of the things that you've been working on this year? Uh, some of the biggest things is just uh, my overall football IQ. Like I said, only playing my junior and senior year in high school, uh, the game is still fairly new to me. So just working on my football IQ and just little things in my game, such as like pad level and things like that is some of my biggest focuses this year. What are you studying at Concordia, Kofi? I'm um, studying computer science. And what do you hope to do with that? Uh, I mean, I honestly hope to use that to work for like a, a sports agency. I love sports and would like to continue working with sports and I'd be able to use that computer science degree to kind of combine the two passions. Yeah. Nathan, same question to you. What, um, what are you studying at Concordia and uh, what do you hope to do with it? Um, I finished my bachelor's in sport management last spring and currently I'm almost done with my master's in sport management as well. The end goal for me is to be an athletic director, but I know that's not a straight shot right out of college. So I'm willing to play the field. I'm moving back to Chicago here in December. So I just started applying and looking for jobs out there. So is this, uh, so you, you graduate here in the, in the, uh, in the winter? In the spring slash summer, I have to recheck when my master's classes end. Yeah. So this is your last year of uh, college football then? Yeah, this is it. This is the sixth year. Uh, if you told me when I was a true freshman that I'd be playing college football for six years, I'd tell you you're joking. So this <laughs> is it. Well, I, I'm sure you want to go out with a win. What do you know about uh, this Northern State team that you're going to be dealing with on Saturday? Um, Northern's always a good team. Uh, luckily, we have Kofi. Kofi's got a little more insight for us. I haven't played North. I don't think I've ever played Northern in my collegiate career. It's been a pretty rocky one, so I'm just looking to get out there and compete as always. Kofi, uh, I guess the, Nathan's already asked the question for me, but I'll ask you, um, what can we expect from Northern? You've played against them, or you've played for them, I should say. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Northern is definitely a great team. Uh, defensively, they're going to be pretty solid. Uh, they have some good linebackers that we're going to have to key in on. Uh, offensively, I feel like they have – they're a little bit shakier this year, but uh, – that's just on our defense to come out and, you know, hammer them hard from the beginning. Have the guys and the coaches been tapping into you a little bit for some, some inside information? Uh, not really, but, or, oh, as in our team, yes, of course. Yeah, and, and have you been able to tell them anything they, that that's, uh, you think is going to help you guys this week? Oh, yeah, for sure, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I know what they like doing. I know their specialties, so. We've been keen in on that and talking as the week goes on. Yeah. Well, guys, appreciate you spending some time with us. Uh, good luck this weekend, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking about a win after uh, this Saturday. Of course. Appreciate you having us. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for your time as well. All right. They are Nathan Gibza and Kofi Debalki here on the Coaches Show, back with more from Coach Courier after this timeout. Stay with us. Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. 
Now back to the Coaches Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. Final segment of this week's Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow along with Coach Shannon Courier. All right, Coach, um, this week you travel to Aberdeen, South Dakota to take on Northern State. Um, what do we know about Northern State? First of all, let's break down their offense. What do they do well? Yeah, they have a, a quarterback in there. It's a you know, smaller uh, statured quarterback, but he's he's a real athletic kid, moves around, slings the ball. Um, they got good talent. And, you know, they're, you're younger up front, but they've been gelling and, and doing better on offense in recent, uh, in recent weeks. Um, you know, they're, they do a lot of different things. They have a variety of tailbacks that are pretty good. And uh, they've been, I don't know, last week scored 36 points. Uh, they beat Winona, I want to say, you know, maybe it's 40-something, 21. Um, they lost at Mary. We know they play better at home in their beautiful multi-million-dollar stadium. But, um, you know, we're, uh, we also think we can move the ball and run the ball and, and – uh, you know, hopefully take clock time off and we're certainly expecting to play a lot better this week and, uh, you know, hopefully come out of there with a win. Uh, defensively, what is, uh, what does Northern do? Well, they're, they're right now ranked the number one defense in the league. So they've been playing really good defense. Their linebacking core is, is really active and athletic and, and plays fast. Uh, they have probably the best defensive player in the conference, uh, a defensive tackle transfer from Oklahoma State that just is eating up blocks. Um, he's got 10 sacks on the year, 18 tackles for loss. Um, so that's a guy we have to be concerned with, certainly. Uh, fortunately, he doesn't play every down, but uh, he's definitely a, a difference maker out there. So he has our attention on all of our protections and, and how we run the football. And uh, so I think it starts, honestly, with him. He's, he's that good. And then the, the linebacking core, I think, is the next best piece of their defense. And you know, I, I feel like our receivers can win some one-on-one matchups as well. You know, they play some some two-man coverage a little bit, and um, I, I believe we can do some things to our receivers, and we got to get on the edge some. Um, we have really good running backs. We got to get them more involved in the offense, more so than we have in the last few weeks. Uh, so, you know, those are some things that we're kind of hanging our head on this week and just trying to dial down the amount of plays that we have to work on in practice and you know, hopefully just execute them better this week. Um, and I, I believe we're going to get that done. You mentioned practice, and we've talked about it a little bit earlier in the show and, and at times during this uh, during this season. Um, what does a practice look like at this stage of the season? You're, you're past the halfway mark. Now this is game number eight coming up. Uh, what do practices look like in the eighth week of the season as compared to early on? Well, we're, we're starting to cut back a little bit. Last week we made some changes. We – we started, uh, you know, going to about an hour and a half practice on Tuesday. It used to be two hours. We started having, you know, shorter periods. So instead of having a 10-minute scout period, we dialed it down to a five-minute period. Then we go to something different just to keep the practices moving. Um, you know, the more we can make this fun, that's what it, really what it's all about, the better. Uh, last night, Coach Monkwitz and his wife, Whitney, um, they're expecting a new child. So we had a, a gender revealing by the kicker kicking a ball that burst into some pink dust, which was you know, pretty exciting. Um, you know, so we want to try to make it fun and we're, we're definitely shortening it up. Uh, we went, then on Wednesday, we go about hour and 45 minutes. Thursday, we go hour and a half. And then Fridays, we do an hour walk through in helmets. Uh, so that's kind of the, the extent of the practices, but just trying to keep them as deliberate as we can. 
you know, getting guys to really lock it in and focus so they can get something from it. Obviously, you have, you know, the cold now coming in, so that plays a, a distractor. Um, but just really uh, pushing tempo, and that way you guys aren't standing around and they're just forced to kind of, you know, get into that rhythm of, of a fast-moving practice. That's kind of where we're at right now. And specifically, are there any, is there anything in practice this week that you have worked on or will work on um, uh, going forward? Are, are there specific things that you, you know you hey, say, hey, we have to cover this during a practice this week? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're still trying to really find the guys that can play the edge of our defense. We've, we, we're out a couple of sandbackers on defense. So right now we're having a difficult time of really uh, shoring up the edge. You know, somebody's got to force the ball back inside. Um, so we're looking at some different ways to attack that. We're having a tough time getting underneath, you know, the curl of flat and some of our coverages. So we're looking at just moving some guys around on the defense to put them in the best possible play, place uh, for them to be successful. And on offense, you know, we're trying to get our running backs more involved. Like we have some really good running backs and we got to utilize them more so. Uh, we're down at tight ends just with some, some injuries and, and being young. Um, so really just trying to identify, you know, after these games, who are our best players and how do we utilize them the best? You know, how do we have complementary um, plays off the same look for a play? You know, those are things that we have to do better. Um, and just really continue to, the lock in on the details of the execution. You know, like this route's a four-step route. You know, you're in the vapor trail of this outside receiver. Um, you know, we're, we're just, we have to clean some of those things up and, um, you know, I, because of that, I expect us to continue to perform better and hopefully have our best days here ahead of us. And, and I know having success in one of the game is going to also create that momentum and hopefully belief, and we can spearhead that into more wins once we get the first one. And what is the uh, – I know it's in Aberdeen. What does the uh, travel schedule look like for this week? Yeah, we'll practice here. We have a, a, an hour free class at 1030, um, Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Wednesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So we're going to have a practice Friday morning, uh, 10, 30, 11, 30. We'll leave here at 12, 30. We'll get to Aberdeen, you know, close to 6, 30. Uh, we'll have dinner for them there at the hotel. We do meetings in the evening, you know, position meetings, unit meetings, special teams meetings, um, and then a team meeting. And then that's followed up with not much time for them to kind of hang out. Uh, we have, a, we have a long day on Saturday because we don't play till 6 o'clock. It's a, it's a 6 p.m. kickoff. Wow. So we'll have a breakfast in the morning. We'll kind of hang out in the hotel, um, you know, watch game day football, I guess. And, you know, then we'll get over the stadium probably closer to uh, three hours prior to the game. Uh, we always eat four hours before. So 2 o'clock will be a pregame meal. And from there, uh, we'll trans transfer over to the stadium to get, to get ready for the game, get taped up, and um, get ready to roll. All right, Coach. Well, good luck this week on the road at uh, Northern State, and uh, we will talk to you next week, hopefully, about win number one. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Wally, and I look forward to talking about that soon, too. All right. He is Shannon Courier, head football coach of the Golden Bears of Concordia St. Paul. I'm Wally Langfellow. Thanks for listening, and have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to The Coaches Show with Concordia University's St. Paul head football coach, Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.